Welcome to Answers News for April the 12th. Um, I'm here with Ken Ham and Gabriella Haynes. I'm Georgia Perda. And Ken, what's up? Oh, what's up? Hey, <laughs> we, we, we have thousands of people in the audience today, so if we could hear from yeah, them. Yeah, let's hear you. Yay! See what I mean? Thousands, thousands of people. <laughs> A big group here from Cedarville University, too, my alma mater, so I'm happy they're here. So um, they're going to see how well Dr. Purdom was educated <laughs> as we respond to some of these articles here. Okay, so first off, just as people are getting online, uh, we always do a few little announcements. So how many of you here get Netflix? Okay, how many of you, that's just, did you see all the hands? That was nearly all. I did. How many of you here get Disney Plus? I see oh, all the suitable. All the suitable. I'm not surprised. I guess that. that'd be their level. Yeah. Oh, uh, not so, very nice. Okay. How many of you here get the God-honoring, family-friendly, Christian Answers.TV? Okay. How many of you are going to mend for your sins and get Answers.TV? Oh, now I see the hands going. That's good. Actually, Answers.TV is our own streaming service. Just, you know... You know that there's some good things on Disney Plus and Netflix and all the rest of it, but you know, uh, Disney Plus is actually more and more uh, pushing mm -hmm. LGBT through cartoons on your kids and uh, all Putting the sexual up all perversion. Putting all kinds of disclaimers before oh, you yeah. watch something. <laughs> and the pervert sexual perversion on Netflix and so on. We have our own streaming platform, Answers.TV, has over 3,000 items on there, programs for kids, programs for all ages. We have Arabic programs, Spanish programs. We and we're going to be have, trying maybe some Portuguese programs. And some Portuguese programs. Yeah, we're going to be trying it. Yeah. Because this is, this is Dr. Gabriela Haynes, and mm -hmm. she's from Brazil, and she's our paleontologist. She speaks with a Portuguese accent, mm -hmm. and Dr. Purdom speaks with an American accent. True. And I speak original English from Australia. <laughs> uh, so we got three different accents three up different, here today. Yeah. Look yes. at that. This is Diversity. This is a multicultural answers <laughs> news is. today. So answers.tv has... Bible lessons for kids, kids' programs on there, animated books. We have movies and documentaries from mm -hmm. Billy Graham Ministry, Ray Comfort, The Living Waters. It is an incredible mm -hmm. streaming platform and just over $3 US a month if you subscribe for a year and you can get seven-day free trial. So I encourage you to do that. Also want to mention our award-winning magazine, Answers Magazine, has won many, many awards over the years, uh, top awards actually, and we have uh, totally enhanced that as well. We have a 16-page children children's magazine that goes with it. And uh, when you subscribe uh, here at uh, the Creation Museum or the Answer Center, uh, uh, the ARC, uh, you get a free DVD for each year to subscribe. So, it's got your favorite animal on this one. Oh, a platypus. Blue like a duck, beaver like tail, hair like a bear, whip feet like another, claws like a reptile, lays eggs like a turtle, feeds the shock and milk like a mammal, has spurs like a rooster, and poison like a snake. You've only said that a million times, right? So anyway, yeah. So I, actually, the platypus is my favorite animal because I think every time an evolutionist looks at the platypus, I think God they must smiles. Get very Because I think he made it just for them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. okay. So Dr. Purdom, let's first get underway article. here. All right. So our first article is always we call fluff and stuff, um, some fun stuff. So take a moment out of your Monday to appreciate this beautiful shot of Saturn's moons, all right? So this talks about the moon, let's see, Titan, Dion, Pan, I think, and maybe another one. Anyways, you'll see a video here shortly. I think it shows it up on the screen, but 
Um, so these moons are actually responsible for helping keep the shapes of Saturn's rings. Yeah, you can, I, you can see there on the video moon. how they go around there. There they go. I mean, it's incredible design when you look at that. Mm -hmm. Apparently it has something to do with keeping the shape of those rings. And uh, just amazing. Yeah, they keep them uniform. God I is so creative to yeah. do all those things, yeah. Yeah. The heavens declare the glory of God. Yeah, they do. They truly do, even I, when we don't I often think about that in regard to, you know, people of the vastness of the universe. You know, here we have a planetarium program, and Created Cosmos is one of our uh, premier programs, and it takes you out to, you know, to the edge of the known universe, mm -hmm. and you just see how big it is, how enormous, it all, and and the billions and billions of stars yeah. and all those galaxies out there. And yet, the scripture says on day four, oh, and God made the stars, stars also. also. Sort of like, <laughs> oh yeah, I just made An a afterthought. Few, just made a few <laughs> stars for you. And the reason, the heavens declare the glory of God. And they it makes you realize, wow, God is so great, powerful, infinite, much more than we could ever yeah. think. So anyway, so okay. see, you can say all that just from looking at a few moons out there. Yeah. Uh, around space. Saturn. So. Pretty cool. All right. Cephalopods, older than was thought. All right. Again? So, a question mark. Huh? Again? Again. See, <laughs> you're, you're, you know what? That, that's a headline that we see almost... All the time. Almost every day. Yeah. We have two articles in this set that yeah. talk about something. Oh, well, we thought it was this, but yeah. actually it's this. Evolutionists so. change all the time. All the time. You, know, you know something, something that's... Uh, really important. The Bible never changes. No. Mm -hmm. But what evolutionists say changes on a daily basis. Yeah. But God's word never changes. So with cephalopods, so that would be things like octopus, squid, um, I think scuttlefish fall into that, a lot of those different ones. Now they say they're 30 million years older than we thought, which is really a big problem for evolutionists because cephalopods are considered very complex organisms. When you think about an octopus especially, they're very, very intelligent. It's going to be a lot harder now to evolve to these things because now they're 30 million years older than well, they were. Well, and the problem is they're right down younger. in the bottom, like in the Cambrian. Mm -hmm. So you don't have any time to mm -hmm. do anything with evolution. So all the process, they don't have a lot of time for those process to, to, um, to happen. I mean, it's not even the process. It's, they always talk about time, 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 but time doesn't do anything. You need to have the process. You don't have any process here working for that. Well, how do you convince someone that an impossible event occurs, right? Or how do you, you have to get them to believe in an impossible amount of time. Right. And in other words, evolutionists really push the millions of years. Secularists really push the millions of years. Why? Well, given enough time, anything, anything can happen. Right. And yeah. when they look at everything, there's no way, I mean, life could not evolve. Uh, but it says here that the cephalopods are highly evolved. You know another word for highly evolved? <laughs> highly designed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're designed. That's why they say they're highly evolved. In other words, they are complex. And isn't that right? You know, what they would call the Cambrian layer. They, and they have the Cambrian explosion mm -hmm. where every known vertebrate group yeah, suddenly appears in the fossil record. Yeah, and they fully call it function, complete, nothing... Um, behind to tell a story and it's interesting because when you talk to that about that with the evolutionists they say like well something happened that destroyed all the fossils that could tell the story about their evolution and i was like it's really good for you to tell the story because nobody can compare anything since that it's yeah think about it why do we not find all the 
different transitional forms and mm -hmm. links to show, you know, why is there this Cambrian explosion? Because they were all destroyed. In other words, the evidence <laughs> that you want to show that evolution mm -hmm. happened, why isn't it there? Because it was destroyed. How yeah. about it not, how about it just wasn't there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and they're so, and we've seen other articles, and it was just a couple of years ago, they came out with an article on octopuses actually suggesting, and I am n in no way joking, that they're so complex, there's not enough time for them to have evolved here on Earth so they must have been sent from outer space. And I am not joking. This was in a legitimate scientific journal, was authored Her by review. like 30 scientists mm -hmm. that suggested that octopus eggs came from outer space. Yep. Well, did you know, I believe, I really believe, I know that there's a planet out there that's inhabited. You do? Yeah. Okay, what is it? it oh my goodness. It's inhabited solely by robots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, didn't they just send one up Mars. there? Mars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. It is. Mars yeah. has robots on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Some they're of them, not getting some, your joke. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? They're half asleep from listening to you talk. Oh, whatever. But it is amazing. It shows you the, the lengths that people will go to to try to explain things. I mean, that's just outlandish, but yet right. they'll do that, but not believe that God designed this organism just mm -hmm. as it is. Right? Well, and you know where the ceph cephalopod fossils came from? They were buried by the flood. Right. Yeah. The flood of Noah's yeah. day. It's nothing to do with evolution. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Senator Warnock says Easter is more transcendent than Christ. People can save themselves through helping others. So this is the Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock. He was just recently um, elected in Georgia, and he basically had a East, it was either Good Friday or Easter, which he you know it was on Easter Sunday, in which he tweeted um, that you know basically you save yourselves through your own actions. I don't know whether it's worse that he's a politician or a reverend. I don't know. I think reverent in this case would yeah, be worse. Yeah, I, I think so. You know what he says? Yeah, you can save, save yourselves. Let's see what scripture says. I mean, he's supposed mm -hmm. to be a reverend. So let's compare what he said against the absolute authority of the word yeah. of God. Isn't that what we should That's do? That's what we should do. should always compare what you believe against the absolute authority of the word of God. You know, the younger generation, like Generation Z, for a lot of them, they'll say things like, it's what you feel. You know, I feel mm -hmm. I want to be a man or a woman or whatever I feel. You can't trust your feelings because we're sinful creatures. And the heart of man is deceitful above all things desperate and wicked. We have to judge our feelings and behavior and what we believe against the absolute authority of the Word of God. So let's do it with this reverend, yeah. okay? You can save yourselves. Let's see. Uh, for, for by grace you are saved through faith. It is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so mm. that no one may boast. Mm. Oh, that seems to contradict the reverend. Right there is oh, the answer. Oh, let's, let's try another one. Titus 3.5. He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy by the washing of generation renewal of the Holy Spirit. Wow, there's another verse that contradicts the reverend. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's try another one. Uh, Acts 4, 12. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which must be, we must be saved. Reverend, you are wrong because the scripture makes it very clear you are not teaching the truth. I mean... We need to judge what they're saying against the absolute authority of the Word of God. We could go with a lot more verses. We, we could sit here for the rest of the day. I don't through. think we should. Sometimes I, I, yeah. someone yeah. who is a reverend saying something like that is like, where do you get that from? Mm -hmm. It's not from the Bible. Well, and he, and one of the thing, one of the people that commented on his particular comment is Daryl Harrison, Daryl B. Harrison, and he's with the Just Thinking podcast. He's actually going to be a speaker at our women's conference 
next year. And he said, this is really the heresy of liberation theology. So it's this idea, it's sort of the synthesis of the true gospel of the Bible with a socioeconomic analysis. So basically a social justice kind of gospel where you do uh, works basically to save yourself rather than like what Ken just pointed out, what the Bible says about how you are saved. And so that's what he's really trying to promote here um, in, this, in this tweet, so to speak. It's interesting, it says here that Warnock has pastored at Martin yep. Luther King mm -hmm. Jr.'s church in Atlanta. Ebenezer Baptist, yep, that's where he's the pastor. And he's also pro-abortion, he's pro-LGBT. I mean, he, he's not holding to biblical Christianity at all. And he's an beliefs. ordained minister. Yep. So it just goes to show you, just because they're an ordained minister doesn't mean doesn't they're mean, teaching no. the truth. That's why you always have to judge what they believe against uh, God's word. Yep. All right, these fish stole an antifreeze gene from another fish and became natural GMOs, which means genetically modified organisms. Okay, Here I we can't go. believe can't believe that I read like I don't know how many pages of this to conclude nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's another story. Okay, basically, so they they see in these smelt and in these herring a similar um, antifreeze protein or a gene for that. And antifreeze proteins are really important in these fish because they help them to live in waters that are very cold. Um, the antifreeze proteins basically don't allow large ice crystals to grow, which would hurt um, the fish. And so they're important. But just because the gene is similar in these two organisms, they're saying, well, it somehow must have jumped from one organism to another through something called horizontal gene transfer. And you're like, that never happens like in, in organisms. It happens in bacteria. Bacteria do do this, so to speak, but it's never been reported in vertebrates. So these two different sorts of fish mm -hmm. each have a gene for That's very similar. An antifreeze A particular antifreeze protein. Proteins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they write this whole article about this. A whole research paper. They did a whole research paper <laughs> on it. And then you get to the end because they're saying what must have happened mm -hmm. because evolution's true. Right. And yeah, they've got the view. same, basically the same, same, gene. same gene and evolution's true. So one must have stolen it somehow from the other. Yep. It jumped from one well, to the other. Well, they're, they're going to say, because the way that fish spawn, okay, so the sperm are let go from the fish and the eggs are there and that's how fertilization occurs. So they're saying, well, maybe some of that sperm, you know, it degraded and you just had the DNA and that got into the other eggs that were, you know, from the other fish. And I'm thinking, DNA in ocean water? Whew, it just falls apart. <laughs> it's not very stable. So I don't know how you know what? that is. You know what? You ever read Agatha Christie? You know, mystery movies. I just go towards a lot. I go to the last chapter, find out who done it, and throw the rest away. You don't need to read the first part of it. Right? <laughs> you just want to find out who done it. That's awesome. So what, that's what I do with all these sorts of things. I just go to the last page. <laughs> Let me see. There's no way to prove what they say. Okay. But yeah, how many I, times did they use the word conclusive evidence right. all throughout the yeah. paper? Except, then, for, except at the last. Ken, I like that when you, you just threw. I like it when you just threw. Yeah, I like that. All right. <laughs> so there so we there's are. that one. 
let's go on to the next one. Okay. Uh, police raid Canadian church for defying COVID orders, erect barricade blocking entrance. So some of you may be familiar with this. This is the church that is pastored by Pastor James Coates up in Canada. Um, he was imprisoned for a period of time for holding church services against the COVID rules. He was released. Now they have barricaded his church so he can't get in to, to I mean, lead services there at the church. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we saw during the COVID shutdowns, and we're still seeing it, actually, in certain states, here's the thing that, that gets me. It happened in Kentucky. You know, in Kentucky, you shut down everything. The governor's orders shut down everything. We had to shut down, we had for, to shut down. for three months, and it, it caused a lot of stress. Um, and then restaurants, I mean, a lot of them aren't going to survive. A lot of them are closed down and all the rest of it. But those things that were considered essential could be open. And so I know in in Kentucky, and this is true in even mm -hmm. Canada and other places, you know, tobacco shops are considered essential. Smoke shops, you yeah. know, so you can go and get all those vapors and things, that's essential. Mm -hmm. Liquor stores, are essential, right? And abortion, abortion clinics, clinics. Yep. so you can kill children in their mother's womb. Mm -hmm. That's essential. Church is considered non-essential. Non and that, that shows you how inconsistent they are here. And you know, it, it's, it's the same in, in the state of Kentucky here like it is in Canada. You know, we hear the governor, he'll give another report today, probably, yep. we want to stop people from dying. I've got news for you, you're not going to stop people from dying because everyone's <laughs> going to die, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. By one man sin into the world and death by sin. Yeah, but we've got, we got to try to stop these people from dying from the virus. And yet, he's most emphatic, you should be allowed to go and kill children in, mm -hmm, in yeah. your mother's womb. I mean, it's so inconsistent. Hypocritical, really inconsistent. Yeah. And it's the same there in Canada. You think of the murderers wouldn't get yeah. treated like, like uh, Christians are being treated in some of these churches. Yeah. It's just yeah. absolutely incredible. One thing that amazed me was that they said here in the paper that uh, after he was released from jail, he went right back to the church to preach. And that's amazing how... This man, he mm -hmm. stood up and he said, I'm going to keep doing right. what God called me to do. And I think that if we all could do things like that, things would be different. Yeah. And Of course, this causes a lot of division even in the church because there are those that say you should obey the government. Those are saying, well, we're obeying God rather than man. And then, there's, and then there's those that are saying, yeah, but look how inconsistent they are. Look how arbitrary they are. Look how hypocritical they are. And so, you know, and there's been so much misinformation mm -hmm. well, and, and this whole issue has been politicized and right. weaponized. I mean, we're shutting things down for a, a virus that has a survival rate of 99%. I mean, it, it just seems outrageous. And, and you know, pe people don't realize either some of the things that are happening, we're going to find more and more the devastation to the economy. Not only the businesses shut down, there's people committing suicide, mm -hmm. uh, there's all sorts of emotional issues. And then for instance, we can't get a lot of the things we need parts. for the Ark and the Creation Museum because companies shut down, now the parts aren't available, and it's hard to get staff. It seems and like we're getting more and more of that too. Like even restaurants, I've been to restaurants, they don't have enough servers. They can't even serve you because they don't have people working. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, well, okay. Well, so. a lot of, across the country, a lot of businesses can't get workers, and one of the reasons is mm -hmm. because they get so much money from the yeah. government from unemployment and COVID relief, yeah. there's actual... There's people that, we, we actually had a phone call this week, of some, or last week, someone who called up and want, wanted to be interviewed, and they were interviewed a little bit, and then uh, said, I just had to be able to tell, tell them that I've been interviewed because I don't want a job, I want to keep on. I want to keep my unemployment. Yeah. 
it's just sad. I mean, but that's, you know, and it's that whole idea of socialism and, you know, wanting to promote those ideas as well. So, but we need to pray for Pastor Coates and, and I, the whole church that they can, you know, find ways to deal with this. And with this idea that they're having of the socialism, as you were saying, mm -hmm. like people in Canada and even the United States, I'm from Brazil and we have so many challenges yeah, there. And mm -hmm. people, I think, from Canada and United States, they have no idea what the socialism's ideas can destroy the country. Destroy the country, destroy the mind and the, the church. And, and I think that here, people are playing with fire. Yeah, they have no true. idea the consequences that will come after this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No idea, no idea, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So I got some comments here. I have answers TV. Love it. We have answers TV. <laughs> they love it. I'm on I'm gonna start my second year of Answers TV. Wow. And that's why everyone here is gonna to subscribe to Answers TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they uh, leave here. So yep. Okay. Right. Hey, this one, we got Cedarville students in the audience and yeah, Cedarville is mentioned in this article. Do you know Cedarville University is mentioned in this article? Yeah. Dozens of LGBTQ students at Christian colleges sue the U.S. Depart Education Department hoping to pressure Equality Act negotiations. So this just came out a couple of weeks ago. And um, so it's a, it's a group of students. I actually went to the website um, for this um, organization and uh, just to see, like, what, the Religious Exemption Accountability Project. So they have students from these various universities, Cedarville is one, BJU is one, um, and again, those are colleges that align with us, that promote, um, you know, biblical authority and, um, you know, that God created in six literal 24-hour days and all those things, and they're being sued because of discrimination against um, those that are LGBTQ and... You know, here's one, here's one of the things that, I, that we've been saying as a ministry for a long time. In regard to the, the, the LGBT movement and the gay marriage issue, they didn't, they, when that door was opened, they don't just want freedom for, to do what they want. They want total acceptance yep. for everyone. And you know that even, even uh, in the past, we've still got the same sort of things going on now. The, you know, the bakery that was sued uh -huh, because thing. they didn't want to make uh, a, a wedding, a, cake. A wedding mm -hmm. cake celebrating gay marriage and so on. How many other bakeries are there they could go to? Right. And yep. you know, it's the same for this because the reason that these uh, LGBT students are suing these Christian colleges, think about it. How many did they name in this in the lawsuit? 25. 25. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many colleges are 25. in America? There's over 5,300 colleges in America. So they've got plenty to choose from oh, that, yeah. they that they can go, can go to. And there's plenty that would call themselves Christian that would that would take them that, in that, and that would allow LGBTQ right. and so on. So the whole point is because they want total acceptance and want to shut down celebration um, and want everything. Want to shut down those colleges that are standing on the authority of the Word of God, and that's why they're doing this. And particularly if they've received any government funding, with a lot of these colleges has for scholarships and other things, they're going to use that yeah, as a use weapon. That as a weapon. You know, mm -hmm. it's interesting. When we opened the Ark Encounter, there was a tourism tax incentive uh, in mm. uh, the state of Kentucky, and the tourism tax incentive was for any tourism, uh, any tourism uh, construction project that's going to bring in money to the state of Kentucky. And we qualified, but then the then governor mm -hmm. said we couldn't have that because we we're going to tell people about Jesus <clears throat> and we're Christian. And also said because we only employ people who agree with our statement of faith. So we went to federal court over that. 
And because of the 1964 Civil Rights Act and Title VII exemption, the judge ruled that we were able to have preference yep. in hiring because we were a Christian organisation and we could do that. And uh, the atheists were all upset and all angry about that. Why would they be upset? Because do atheists really want to work for a Christian organisation? Not only that, could I go to an atheist group like the American Atheists or one of those groups and, and say, okay, I'm a Bible-believing creationist Christian and I want to be head of the atheist group? There's no way, you know? I don't think they'd want that. You, you would convert them. No, because they want atheists. Yeah, but the thing is, too, like one of the things that they say these LGBTQ students, they're considered a socially despised group for legal disfavor. Okay, and I, and I think about that, and I think, yeah, how many Christians are a socially despised group for legal disfavor? That happens all the time right. at mm -hmm. universities mm -hmm. um, where they go against Christians, but yet if we try to bring a suit like this, well, there's been, there's been some of these secular universities that said if you're going to have a Christian yeah, group, you you've got to allow mm -hmm. non-Christians to be able to be president right. or you know, have any or official in, position. Yeah. Others have said you can't have your group yeah, here. Exactly, exactly. Well, I went to a secular university and that's that's what we see all the time. You know, like they're pushing, mm -hmm. you cannot do this. And if they actually, they know if you, creationism and everything, they're not going to allow you to work in their labs or mm -hmm. um, give you um, scholarship or anything yeah. like that. So... Yeah, and, yep. they, and they want to, too. They keep talking about the Equality Act, which hopefully you're all familiar with or you need to be familiar with, that they're trying to get passed, which would basically say organizations like ours could not discriminate in hiring, all right? That, that would be a part of the Civil Rights Act now, including the whole LGBTQ thing. Well, the thing is, is they're saying, well, we just need amendments to that. And if we get amendments to the Equality Act, it'll be okay for organizations like ours. It will be temporarily. But if you think that they're going to be okay with amendments, think again. They mm -hmm. want total acceptance and total celebration and total promotion yep. of those ideas. It's only going to be. It's always better. like that. They're always pushing a little bit of the door. Once the, the door is cracked, they just want the door wide open. Yep. Because you've got to remember that men love darkness rather than light. You've got to yep. think of the spiritual issues here. And, you know, the, the, the world is the, the broad way is the world. And we're living in the world. And the devil doesn't want yeah. uh, Christians to be able to have that freedom to get the message out there. And um, that's the way it's, it is. We're going to see more and more persecution. Actually, America had a veneer of Christianity mm -hmm. in a sense mm -hmm. because there was a Christianized worldview, the Judeo-Christian ethic that sort of permeated the culture and even permeated the public schools. Yeah. You know, because even Bible, prayer allowed in the public schools. That veneer of Christianity has now been ripped off. And we're now seeing the real world for what it is, and it's against God. Yeah. And that's what the scripture says. Those who uh, rebel against God, look at Romans 1, suppress the truth mm -hmm. in unrighteousness. Scripture says that uh, the non-Christian, you know, they're, they're at enmity with God. And so we've got to remember that there's a war, and a spiritual war. There's no yeah. neutral people out there. Yeah, and we need to pray for these Christian universities and um, the lawyers and people that are involved in defending them because this is important for our religious, continued religious freedom. Okay, some zebras are developing odd stripes and humans could be to blame, says biologists. Well, of course, it's always us against the animals, you know, <laughs> we're always the bad guys. So you can kind of see there in the picture, um, well, in both those pictures, you can sort of see some odd striping um, on these zebras. Some of them have more polka dot or developing polka dot patterns, which I personally think is really cool. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but... 
basically the article is trying to say, like, well, why are these zebras doing this? You know, why are they getting some odd striping patterns? And they honestly have no clue. <laughs> it's one of those articles where you're like, what? Well, one of our, uh, one of our staff is a um, scientist with a PhD from Harvard University, Dr. Nathaniel Jensen, and um, Dr. Purdom has a PhD in molecular genetics from Ohio State, and she graduated, her undergraduate degree was from Cedarville University. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Nathaniel Jensen, I said, can you, can you read the research paper? Because, you know, here I am, I'm not a geneticist, but I thought, couldn't this just be created diversity that's already there or something? So he read the paper and said, the authors are trying to understand the basis for these striping patterns. Unfortunately, the results they published have statistics that are underwhelming. Said I have a hard time saying the authors discovered anything. <laughs> we don't really know much more about these zebras as a result of the study compared to where we were before. Mm. He said it's possible. It's due to inbreeding. It's mm. also they haven't located any specific genes. Yeah. Um, they they it might be that it's just a, 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 you know created diversity that's already there. Mm. We don't really know. So this whole research paper and. It got in science news right. and other places and this whole research paper about this. And basically what it's saying is, oh, look, there's a variation in zebras and we did all this research and we don't know why it happened. And then well, they bring up climate change. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to try to say, well, these, were, these, maybe these zebras, because they have this different striping pattern, aren't healthy. But they don't actually know that. They're just saying it might be that way. And of course, we're to blame. Mm -hmm for climate change. If people knew how much your worldview um, is going to have, uh, um, it's going to help you to see things in a different way. So for example, because they have the worldview, evolutionary worldview, they're always pushing that it's something, that it's, it's something is different. Oh, it's bad. Mm -hmm. um, man, it's the, the, we can blame or climate change, you know, so it well, does. Yeah, and here's the other thing. If you look, for instance, at the zoo at the Ark, our Ararat Zoo behind the life-size Noah's Ark, we have a zebra there, mm -hmm. and we have a zorse, mm -hmm. which is a zebra and horse mix, and right. we have a zonkey, which is a donkey zebra and, donkey. and mm -hmm. zebra mix, and then we have donkeys, and they all look different because they're all the horse kind. You only need two of the horse mm -hmm. kind on the Ark, and so here we have variants in the horse kind and they want to blame man and climate change, and they don't know why it happened. Does <laughs> well, that they make blame sense? everything on climate change. Everything, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but unless they can prove that somehow these animals are less healthy or whatever, I don't see the big deal about it. Organisms change over time. Isn't that the whole basis of evolution? <laughs> um, I don't see why this is Actually, such I a like problem. this. I think I I'd think rather these cute. than this. This is boring. You know, this oh. is different. <laughs> a new what kind of zebra. It could be just a created diversity. Yeah, it could be. So, anyways. All right. New discoveries fundamentally change the picture of human evolution. Oh, in here again. Here we go again. Here right? it is. Yeah. Evolution evolving yeah. again, changing again. So they basically, the whole idea of this article was, well, they focused on coastal populations in Africa, saying that was where most of the change would have occurred. These organisms that became, you know, coming from some sort of ape-like creature evolved eventually into Homo sapiens. It would have happened on the coast because of more um, things that they can do on the coast, richer diet, and then they would have had inland. Well, now they make this discovery inland that looks like, no, these people were, were using... Um, Water bottles, apparently. What? Yeah, we'll come back to that. Come back to that. In other words, here's, I read through this, and I wrote a summary of it. 
Humans have always been humans. <laughs> yeah. That's what they concluded. Well, they're saying that's amazing. That, yeah, that this occurred more inland <laughs> yeah. than they originally thought. There were these humans on the coast. Yeah. And they got a shock because the ones inland looked like they were humans. Yeah, true. Yeah. Be, be, and intelligent because, and listen to this, listen, this, now this was the most startling find. This is phenomenal. I mean, this, this shows you how fantastic evolution is and how evolutionists interpret data. They found 22 calcite crystals and fragments of ostrich shells. So how do they know that these humans had developed technology and intelligence? Ah, the ostrich shells, fragments of them, could have been used as a water bottle. That's true, yeah. See, that's they what I would They were selling some. I I mean, that's what I would have thought. I would have thought that if I'd have seen some ostrich shells. Oh, I would yeah, have thought, oh, they had water bottles. <laughs> and then 22 calcite crystals, and they said that they didn't serve any obvious purpose so therefore, they're obviously used for ritual and other things. So obviously, these humans were humans. I mean, this is an yeah. incredible paper. I know. <laughs> it really is. But it just shows you how, and one of the things they say, they says, there does not seem to be any single pattern of technological and social development over time. Well, what's happened is, what the real, the real account, the real history is from Scripture, that all, of the, that all the people were together at the Tower of Babel after the flood, right? About 100 years after the flood. And then they disperse, right? Because of the dispersion there, when God confuses their languages. And so they take with them different technologies. They go to different locations. And we see, and we dig these things up today, okay? It's not really all that surprising when you start with Scripture. But it's surprising to the evolutionists because, again, they have a mindset of how this should have occurred, and it's occurring differently than what they thought. It's amazing. Uh, you, know, you know, the links people will go to to try to explain everything without God. As, it, it, you start to see it when you read a lot of these papers mm -hmm. and realize they don't even, they don't really find yeah. anything much. Yeah, and yet the don't. way they try to add this story to mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. It is. It's a fairy tale. You Evolution have to look at the, yeah, the underlying story and all the details. Well, we're out of time for today, so we'll see you back on Wednesday at 2. Bye.